What's going on, everyone? The Broke Investor here. Welcome to the Broke Investors Podcast, where we find out what keeps broke people broke and how we can go from being broke to becoming a successful entrepreneur. I'm your host, The Broke Investor. In this episode, we're going to go over adding additional sources of income. Yes, you've heard it time and time again. It is known that millionaires, multimillionaires, even billionaires have additional sources of income. So if they're doing that, how many sources of income do you have? Most people have a 9 to 5 job and that's it. 9 to 5 job where they're getting paid minimum wage, $10 an hour, $15 an hour, $20 an hour. an hour, $100 an hour, $500 an hour. Yes, it is possible, $500 an hour. However, if you're trading in your time for that hourly wage, I mean, that's fine. That's dandy. That's, That's a base. That's a start, right? That's one source of income. But what are you doing to add another source of income? Because I'm not sure if you know this, and if you don't, let's make let's make this a wake up, wake up call. But that job you're in right now is not guaranteed. It used to be you work for a company for for a lot of years, for several decades. They give you a gold watch, and then you retire with the pension plan. Well, believe it or not, they have already got done away with those pension plans. They've done away with those. Okay, we're switching over to four hundred one k's. We're switching over to 401ks. There's no longer where there's some, there's a couple companies. There's still a small percentage of companies that that do have those pension plans. And if you look at the government government positions, they have uh, pension plans as well that taxpayers are going to pay for, of course. But your regular jobs are no longer offering that. Okay, and and, and some companies they do have the 401ks and they match you. Uh, if you're in the if you're in the United States and you're you're in a teacher position or you're in the uh, independent school district uh, positions, you might have a, a 403b and things of that nature. However, those aren't guaranteed incomes, and you're not going to get paid for life. So if you have a 401k, like I said, there's all there's all these people out there talking about it, right? Most of them don't even have the the knowledge and the training to even talk about these things they could just open up a robin hood account and say okay let's go ahead and invest in this and invest in that it's really really should be careful on where you get your information from there's other people that they know what they're talking about regardless if they have credentials or not okay regardless if they have credentials or not so with that said there's still plenty of places where you can look at because you can't you can't you can't actually depend on that one source of income and if you do build up a sizable retirement account, right? How long is that going to last you? It, the market does a correction, right? We've been in we've been in a bull run for the past 10, 11 years now. Okay, 10, 11 years. The average bull mark, market average bull run is 7 to 11 years. So we're in that we're in that we're in that sweet spot. We're about to have a market correction. Okay? So if you're about to retire, if you are about to retire, what if you were retired in 2008, 2009 and it would have dropped to Negative forty three percent. Could you afford at least losing almost half of your retirement? Okay. So with that said, if we build other sources of income, now you're probably asking the broke investor, "Hey, how, how, how what, what kind of additional income are you talking about?" Okay. Well, the first, first and foremost, real quick, uh, part time job. Okay, you got a full time job. 
go ahead and go ahead and try to do a part-time job you know something on the side something that's you know 10 15 20 hours on the side maybe working the weekends right and why, why would i why would i want to do that well you know i'm working fine you know i'm working i'm getting you know 25 dollars 35 dollars an hour here why would i want an additional source of income uh and i have to trade it more time okay well you got me on that part you know want to look for something that you don't have to uh trade in time for money all right most of these most of these things that you're gonna have to do actually if not all the things you have to do you're gonna have to trade in a bit of time right but that'll be the easiest thing to do is go get a part-time job on the weekends and save all that money or if you're in debt use all that money or use most of that money to pay off that debt so you can bring that debt down bad debt okay there, there, there is such thing as good debt there is such thing as bad debt maybe in further uh, future future episodes future podcast episodes we'll go over that uh, but in the meantime if you have bad debt that part-time income the additional source of income you can use it to to pay it off that said full-time job part-time job okay i don't want another part-time position i don't want to do that okay okay what else can i do okay i'm sure you've heard it there's affiliate marketing what's affiliate marketing affiliate marketing you're marketing someone else's product okay i wouldn't recommend just picking and choosing any single buy any single person's product okay you have to look and see is this a product that i can stand behind is this something that has value that can actually bring value to the person that's gonna that's gonna invest in it? And if it is, go for it. I'm not. I'm. I'm here to tell you though. I'm here to tell you, affiliate marketing is not the easiest thing. Okay, it's simple. The easiest thing to do is to go get another part-time job. That's the easiest thing to do, right? Go work at a fast food chain. Go work at a car wash. Go go do some some part-time on the weekends. Get that second source of income while you're building these other incomes. But affiliate marketing, if you can, if you can practice, because all this is going to take practice, practice that, perfect it, you can actually have something that's almost residual, right? It's not, it's not going to be completely hands-off, 100% hands-off. Everybody thinks affiliate marketing is you just set it up once and then and that's it, they come. You have to build the traffic, right? You have to build the traffic or, or you, you put a lot of money in behind uh, advertising and, and get that affiliate marketing out. And get that percentage, whether it's ten percent, twenty percent, fifty percent, or even there's some programs that have a hundred percent. But whatever it is, you know, in, in, in investigate, you know, do some research, you know, and in, in, invest some time and looking at, hey, what what affiliate marketing programs can I can I join? And when one hundred one broke motions comes out, which is February 29, twenty twenty, there's actually gonna be an affiliate marketing portion of it. If you're interested, reach out to me, hello at thebrokeinvestor.com or reach out at thebrokeinvestor.com forward slash contact. I'm going to send you the details about that. It's going to be a, well, like I said, reach out to me and I'll, and I'll send you the details. So that's one, that's, one, that's one way you can add additional source of income. Another way, real estate. You know, I, hate, I hate to say it, right? Everybody, everybody talks about real estate, real estate, real estate. But why does everybody keep on saying these things? Okay, there has to be something to it. Okay, there has to be something to it. If you own a house, if you own a house, and you're in a position where you can go get another house, why not do that? Why not? If you're in a position to do that, if you're in a financial position to do that, why not? And there's two things you can do when you go to a new house. You can flip the old house and get your money back, right? And then there's, you know, you have to do some... We won't get into the tax things about it because I recommend you get a uh, a tax advisor for that on the what's, what's going to happen whenever you sell a home and things of that nature. Uh, there's ways around it, not lowering the amount of taxes that you have to pay to put in. Uh, but I digress. 
you can sell it outright or you can keep it and rent it out now some of the some of the real estate agents that i've worked with they've told me already they've told me that right now is 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 the best time to actually sell to sell your home and one of the real estate agents has been in the field for you know, 20 plus years uh, he said he has multiple rental properties uh, but right now the way that the market is he's selling most of them because yeah the the residual income is, is nice right but the the values of the houses of the homes are, are crazy they're, they're they're already surpassing what what they were in 2007 2008 if you really look at the markets right the, the housing market that is but if you're trying to do an additional source of income because that's that's a that's a one and done just like i hit when you hit the lotto when you hit the lotto one and done you can either choose uh, a lump sum payment and you get half of that taken off by taxes or you can get 20 years of 20 payments so each year you get an annual payment of, of whatever it comes out to be you can do that so with the home you can rent it right and make sure you're renting it more than, than what you if it's already paid off i mean all that's pretty much profit make sure you keep a portion of it in case repairs need to be done what have you i'm not a real estate agent okay uh, i bought i did purchase my, my first home uh, with some assistance uh, from the real estate actually he's a real estate broker uh but but of course you know um i probably wouldn't be the best person i'm in the financial service industry so i, I wouldn't be the best person to talk about real estate agent i do plan on renting and not selling my primary home in the near future uh, because i want to add that additional source of income and the way that i look at it even if i don't pay it off i still would be able to earn about 250 350 dollars additional one and that's, that's that's including the mortgage payment paying off the insurance on top of that paying off uh the tax properties off of that and i'll still be able to walk away with 250 350 dollars a month from renting my primary home residence once i move to another one uh, so 200 let's just say easy simple math let's just say a hundred dollars right profit a hundred dollars uh that's taking care of the repairs the, the yearly repairs what have you that's twelve hundred dollars extra in a year that might not sound like that might not sound like a lot right but then add add 10 homes you know that's that's twelve thousand a year that's twelve thousand a year and in 10 years that's one hundred twenty thousand. and you're not and you're you're like i said nothing's gonna be fully automated and passive nothing right you still gotta you still gotta make sure that, that the lights are working the heater's working there's nothing getting flooded but you can contract all that stuff out contract all that stuff you can even hire a property manager and they can take care they can take care of most of it uh for a certain percentage of uh the, the rent so that's another one right so we have uh your full-time job and then you have going to a part-time position if you wanted to that's two you can also you can also do affiliated marketing picking an affiliated program uh that's three you can actually get into real estate and i'm not saying we'll get your real estate license right you can you can you can you can start looking into what wholesaling is about right what's what what's about rehabbing i have a family member that he does rehabbing Right, and he's doing very, very well. Okay, in the uh, in the 10, 20, 30, 30 Ks, once he flips a home, which is very, and he splits it, you know, uh, with the people that, that, that are helping him, and he still walks away with that amount. Um, so that, that's another way up front, right? But I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it for 5, 10, 20, the next 50 years. I want additional sources of income. So, in case, uh, you know, the, the main business that my wife and I are doing right now, in case that goes under, knock on wood, but in case it does, Right, we have that additional source of income, so we already have three. Also, you know, I, I, I don't want to be the same, you know, saying the same thing over and over and over again, but it is what it is. 
investing in stocks, you know, and, and specifically stocks that earn dividends. Okay, stocks that earn dividends. Like I said, there's some people out there that they open up a Robin Hood account and then they think they're, you know, they think they're the next Warren Buffett, and they might be, they might well be, uh, but in this case, you want to be safe. You want to, you want to, you know, invest in, in quality companies that you know are going to be be here for the longest, for the long haul, right? You know, the companies like that. You can think about, you know, Coca Cola. I don't think Coca Cola is going anywhere anytime soon, and they are adapting to the market changes. You know, I feel that the society as a whole we're becoming very health conscious now and coca-cola actually sees that they do see that and, and they're pivoting and they're adding all these new products uh all these new uh, yeah, all these new products to add to and, and to supply to that particular need and want uh from the marketplace right so that's that's coca-cola and i haven't i haven't taken a look at coca-cola right i haven't taken a look i don't even i don't even know if they have dividends I can, you know, do a quick glance. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to go into all that. I mean, there's other people that you can look at. If if you want me to, you know, I, I can consider it. But I feel like there's a lot of information out there already that you can you can look at those things. Now, even though I'm in the financial services industry, you know, it's already been said and done. Okay, and you can go, you can go take a look at that. But if you get dividends, you know, my daughter, first thing, first thing, one of the first things that I did was buy stocks that, that earn dividends. And she's earning dividends, dude. And she's not, she's in, she's, she's two and a half, two and a half years old. And she's already getting, she's already getting dividend checks. Okay. Or you could also, you know, invest in an index fund, you know, invest in an index fund that, that you know, that it shows year by year by year that it's, it's in the average, it earns about, you know, six, seven, eight percent. You know, of course, we all have heard of Vanguard. You know, they have a great, uh, they have a great index uh, that mirrors uh, the S and P five hundred, and they have they have great indexes. So you, you can you can do those type of things, right? Go go talk to a financial advisor uh, personally, and, and go look at that. You know, you can look at YouTube videos, right? You want to be self run, you, you can do that as well. Learn, it's it's not it's not really that hard, okay? It's not hard. It's 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 not easy. Right, but but it's not hard either. It's simple, simple. I mean, there, there's rules put in place, and you just gotta follow the rules. But you also gotta remember the stock market is rigged. It is rigged. If you look in the history, there's 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 plenty of times where it's been manipulated. Okay, so it is rigged. I got I gotta let everyone know this. But the companies that that are gonna be here for the long haul, you don't have to worry about them because they always come out, and and you can see. You can look at their past history and you can see if they've always paid dividends. And so a dividend, you, you get a certain amount of money per stock that you own. And so you can you can look at that. That'll be another source of income, right? You can also look at uh, investing in bonds. Like these are very, very like going into bonds and what have you, you're not you're not gonna earn that much of a percentage as, as you know, bonds with bonds. Very low, very low interest rates. Um, but that, that's another thing, right? And I don't want to get too much in the financial services. Uh, aspect of these things, but I'm just we're, since we're going over passive uh, income streams or additional income streams, let's just say you can look at those. Okay, so we have full time job, we have part time job, we also have affiliate marketing, we have uh, real estate, we have investing in stocks that earn dividends. Okay, that's five. Okay, think of two more. Right, if you have a part, if you want to do a part time, part time small business, get into entrepreneurship. I think that's the best one of the best personal development programs out there is entrepreneurship depending on where you at 
you know, DBA can cost anywhere between five to twenty-five dollars, right? And LLC can can start can cost anywhere between three hundred to five hundred dollars, depending on where you're at in the United States. Go do that, right? And something that you like, right? You gotta you gotta like it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, knowing this from experience from multiple multiple businesses, of course, not all of them were successful. Some of them had a little bit of success. Right now, after five years uh, with my wife's company, our company, I should say. Uh, in five years, it took us took us a while, right? It took us a while to get to where we're at right now. Uh, and this month, uh, we're we're gonna hit over the ten thousand mark, but it, but it took over five years to get to that, right? So patience is key. There's been plenty of times where I wanted to quit that business, but patience is key. So that's an additional source, right? If you can get a business and don't treat it as a hobby. And the IRS, if you don't start, if you don't, there's a certain amount of time frame. If you're not making any money, then they deem it as a hobby. Okay, so you want it, you don't want to be, you don't want to look at it as a hobby. Okay, look at it as some an additional source of income. Whether you want to sell T-shirts, whether you want to uh, sell uh, CD, you know, uh, beats. Uh, all, there, there's so much out there. Whatever you want to do, if you want to knit, right? If you want to do paintings, uh, something. Find something that. You would like doing, you know, passionate about. Maybe you can start it as a hobby at first, and then see if somebody was willing to buy what you want to buy or what you're offering, right? Believe it or not, I even I even did dog treats for a little while. Okay, I'd walk out to the parks and I'd start offering dog treats, dog treats, dog treats, dog treats. Okay, that that was in one of my first businesses. So anything that you can do, just find a way to to earn additional sources of income. So that's six. All right, that's six, seven. I mean, if you're if you're into uh, automobiles, right? Find a car that may need a little bit of work, and you don't even have to. I've seen this plenty of times. I did this personally with the mobile with a few mobile homes, where I'd find a mobile home, they're selling it for dirt cheap. I'd get it, take it back to my home, clean it. I just sweep. I would sweep. That's it. Sweep, maybe spray it down with some Windex, four hundred nine, whatever you have, and then just resell it. And just resell it. You know, you can call it scavenger hunting. You know, if you want to go to garage sales, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the name Gary V. Gary V has this thing now where he goes to garage sales and he and he negotiates for for very, very low on what on the items that are in the garage sales and he buys them and then he go he turns around and sells it online and makes, you know, five X, ten X, whatever, whatever whatever that day is, he, he earns multiple back. That's an additional source of income. And I can go on and on and on and on there's fiverr you can put up your your services on fiverr there's upwork put up your services on upwork where they do graphic design uh but that kind of goes back to uh you know having your own small business uh being your own boss just find additional sources of income we can't we're in a day and age where we can't rely on the companies that we're working for Okay, because they know and they tell you you're replaceable. They tell you you're replaceable. So there, there's that, 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 that trust is no longer there for that employer, right? You can't trust them for you, for your financial freedom, okay? They're going to give you a, a source of income to do what you need to do. But start adding multiple, start adding multiple sources of income. Remember, the average millionaire has... Multiple sources of income, five to seven additional sources of income, sometimes even more. Right, get in partnership with somebody. Right, if you see somebody that that you know does 
does really great on on one things. You know, one of my family members, he's real good with his hands. He's real. He's a craftsman. He's a carpenter. I remember we we started something. Uh, he would do the work, and I would just try to find. You know, I'll try to do the marketing. Just try try something, and don't be scared to fail, because essentially you're not failing. All you're doing is learning. All you're doing is learning. If you want to go teach, if you want to go tutor, you know, online, go tutor online. You know, it, there's there's so much opportunity in this day and age. Don't get left behind. Don't take it for granted. You see these individuals, and, and there's some of them, they're phantoms. Remember back in the, the previous podcast episode, Mentor versus Phantom. There are people online that are phantoms. They are saying all these things, but yet, I mean, they're, they, they're, you know, they're leasing Lamborghinis. Okay, they're leasing Lamborghinis for like an hour, two hours, and they're putting their pictures up front. All right, so you got you got to look out for that. You got to look out for that. Don't just don't just buy into that glamour. Okay, but find the additional sources of income. That that's my message for today here. And only reason I'm I'm, I'm talking about additional sources of income is because I'm in, in the process of adding an additional source of income. I just thought you know, and I had a discussion with. With my partner here, you know, yeah, we're we're, make, we're gonna about to make crossover over the first time in five years, cross over ten thousand dollar mark, and we're gonna find out the end of the end of this month what exactly it is, but we're gonna f- cross over that the first time. What if we had something else additional that could do the same thing? So two sources of income doing over ten thousand, that could be twenty thousand dollars in one month. That puts you almost at a at a quarter million. Okay, it's possible. I'm telling you, if this broke investor can do it, anyone can. Okay, someone that started broker than broke in the negative realm of things, starting out with student loan debts, had having to drive fifty miles one way, fifty miles back, spending mo- almost all your check just on gas. Okay, it's possible. It's possible. Just gotta believe it's possible for you. And I believe it's possible for you. And all these other successful pe- people believe it's possible for you. So if they're believing it, it's time to start believing in yourself. Okay? It's all, it's all, about, it's all about mindset. Get that bulletproof mindset. I know you have it in you. I know you can do additional sources of income. And if you don't want additional sources of income, if you're fine where you're at, if you are making $100 a, an hour, you know, peace be with you, you know. That's fine. That's great. Make sure you are investing that money, though. Make that money work for you. Every single dime that is in your bank account is losing value every single day. The average inflation is about 3%. So if you have 100, let's just say you have a dollar, $1. Let's talk about $1. Make it very, very simple. In one year's time, that dollar is not going to be worth a dollar. It's going to be 97 cents. Just one more time. That $1, because of inflation and bank accounts, savings accounts, less than 1%, checking accounts, you might be able to see a 2 I just saw a credit union over here doing about 3%. Of course, they have their, their rules on how to achieve that 3% interest rate. But even, in, even if you are at 3%, even if you are at 3%, all you're doing is, is, is you're, you're going flush, right? Because that 3% overrides that 3% inflation. So that $1 is going to stay that $1, but 
why would you leave that one $1 in there for a whole year where you could have put it at least in a vehicle that makes at least 6 7%? You could even put it in a bond. You know, well, a bond will probably be less than 3%, so I probably wouldn't do that. But you can put it in something that, that, that has a track record of doing 6 7%. Okay? So I I do want to get into more of of this uh, financial planning, this financial budgeting, financial freedom. Okay, I am gonna get more into that, especially because of of the wealth of knowledge that I've accumulated over the years and being in the financial services industry for over a year at this point, and and before that, just reading about all this stuff. It's uh it, it's very very intriguing what the rich do. That most of us don't know. Right? It's very, very powerful. I want to ask you. Do you know what Walt Disney, J.C. Penney, and Ray Kroc all have in common? Find that out. Walt Disney, J.C. Penney, and Ray Kroc. What they all had in common with their businesses. What, what they all have in common. What happened to them. And how they overcome that. What happened it's very, very powerful, and these vehicles aren't being talked talked enough about. Okay, we all hear about the same old stocks, same old bonds, four hundred one ks, all this stuff. Everybody can just repeatedly say these things over and over and over again. But what are people not saying? That's what you gotta look at. I, I love it. I love it. There's 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 uh there's one of the the higher, I guess we can call them, one of the one of the one of the main. Groups in the uh, financial services company that, I, that I'm associated with. I remember, he you know very 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 he's doing very very well. You know, I think uh, his team did over uh, half a million uh, this past week. Over half a million. Think about it. A whole team. I don't know how many agents uh, work with him. Right? They don't work for him. They work with them. We're all independent contractors. But I remember he was saying these these specific things like, oh, don't you don't want to do this? You know what? You want to do this, but you don't want to do this. You want to do that, you don't want to do this. And when it, there was one thing where he had said, don't do that. But you re- when you start looking at what he's doing, he's actually doing what he's saying not to do to everyone else. And so you got you got to kind of watch it as well. You got to kind of watch when when people are giving you advice, and, and, and you know, and he's not trying to be deceptive. Right, he's probably trying to make it easier for you because it does take some hard work uh, to build what he's building. You know, half a million a week—that that's nothing to uh, <laughs> to just fret over. You know, that's nothing to just just kind of, oh yeah, I did it, I did it. Yeah, I do like clockwork. There's nothing like that. Right, it took him several years to get to that point. But what I'm saying is, yes, listen to the advice of successful entrepreneurs, successful individuals, but also watch what they're doing because sometimes it might not add up what they're telling you to do and what they're actually doing okay so watch out watch out but again this is the broke investors podcast where we find out what keeps broke people broke right we have broke motions right things that we keep on doing that will continue to make people stay in brokeville and we're trying to find out what successful entrepreneurs are doing right what are they how do they budget their money you know, how do they use debt in order to purchase assets, right? Robert Kiyosaki talks nothing but that. That's all he talks about. Well, that's not all he talks about. That's what he mostly talks about, all right? So th- there's it's very, very powerful information. We're in the day and age where every single body 
can actually hear this. But hearing it, understanding it, conceptualizing it, and then applying it are all separate things. Okay, they're all separate. I just gave you a, a few a few ways to add additional sources of income. The question is, are you going to apply it? Right? It may take you several months, maybe a year, two years, five years, to be able to get good at, uh, you know, if you want to flip houses, go ahead and flip houses. If, if you want to rent them out, I'm in the renting game. I'm going to be in the renting game. Okay, Once we go on to our next residence, and I've already, I've already said uh, in five years' time, not these five years, because this is a couple, a couple of years back. I've already said this, but in every five years, I'm going to get a new home, right? And I'm not one of these one of these individuals that want to go buy every single property. No, I'm, I'm I have I have an amount of homes that I want to purchase, and I have an amount of income that I want to draw in from renting properties. I already have that set in place. It was written out several years ago, about three three years ago when I, when I first entered uh, back into the corporate world. I already knew to myself, hey, I need additional sources of income because I know this company is not going to be here to support me when I need the most. And that's what I need you to start thinking. Start re- Stop relying on that 9 to 5 job. I'm not saying quit. Get up and quit. Right? But I'm saying stop relying on one source of income. Get an additional source of income because the successful individuals are doing that. And if you want to become successful, you need to start acting and playing the role of a successful individual. All right? Hopefully I didn't, I didn't get too long uh, with this, but hopefully everyone's having a great and amazing week. I know I am. As always, keep growing, keep investing, even if you are the broke investor.